Hey guys, welcome back. This is Quartz Heat, QuartzHeat.com. As today, as I came out of my previous video talking about the Phoenix Suns against the Lakers at 7 o'clock tonight, I wanted to talk to you about the Warriors. Real quick, and by if you're noticing by the title of this video, we're, here's the truth on why Steve Kerr wants the playing tournament, or yeah, mainly the playing tournament, to stay. And it's not because he wants to do it for the fans. It's for his own benefits. Real quick, before we jump into this topic today, I want to talk about social media, talk about everything, right? But first of all, even before I get social media, we came out with something amazing last month that we wanted to do for our loyal customers and our loyal page readers. That would be amazing for both you and I. And that was an exclusive membership. We call it Delete Membership. You can, if you're on YouTube, Rumble, Daily Motion, or even on SoundCloud and podcasting streaming services, just scroll down in the description and you'll see two links. One, the description talking about Delete Membership, but two, the link to sign up. Look, you in this membership, real quick, um, you will be having, you will be having four exclusive articles come out, uh, four personalized coupons tailored to what you like, and the what will be suiting for the stuff that we put out on Sunday. Plus, you also get two, two newsletters: one on Friday morning and then one on Sunday morning. But it gets better. It gets better. And we'll email you personally, no bot, no automation, me personally emailing you about that each post is posted. I mean, each article that we post, it will be sent directly to you. Directly to you. We'll email you. And that goes for podcasts, uh, highlight videos, and whatever. Regardless of what plan you get. But yeah, so... Every single Sunday morning, you'll be receiving one exclusive um, news um, content, article content happens every single Sunday. On Sunday morning, you'll get the exclusive newsletter. And then on Friday mornings, you'll be getting the exclusive top products of the week, which is really cool. We give you tons of promo codes to use for over 60% off your store purchase without having to go over huge amounts of money because who wants to do that saving money is better not trying to save money while adding money right so yeah that is everything real quick just so we get to the topic social media um if you look us up i believe if you search our name one word You'll be able to see everything. It's either one word or court. So courts heal all be one individual word. Look us up on the Google machine. You can see all of our social media, all of our YouTube links, our SoundCloud links, our iTunes links, our Spotify links. We can see everything. But here, real quick, if you don't want to do that, and I totally understand, because who wants to do that? Look everything up. Real quick, you can find us on Twitter.com slash Courts of Heat, Instagram.com slash Courtside Heat NBA. Only, only uh, social media handle that has NBA in it. But yes, that is Instagram.com slash NBA.
Um, we have power.com slash he uh, facebook.com slash he rumble.com slash he dailymotion.com slash he medium.com slash he but here's the thing about medium. I would not really focus on that. Just go to courtsaheat.com and you'll get tons of more with the exclusive perks of more in-depth articles. And then we have iTunes.com slash courtsaheat. Just if you have, uh, that's for Apple. If you have Android, go to Google Podcasts or just search us. So yeah, that is, unless I'm missing anything, that's all my social media handles. I probably have more because we are everywhere. Yeah, for right now, that's what I'm addressing. So, by the title of this video, which is, and you can probably tell by the thumbnail of the YouTube video or whatever, or if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you need to go to YouTube, check out the thumbnail. Really cool. Besides all that, this title of the video is that Steve Kerr is not trying to do this. Well, here, let me back up. Let me back up real quick. Steve Kerr, uh, it was broken news through Twitter and whatnot, through reliable sources that are inside the NBA, that Kerr said that it would be a great idea to have the playing tournament. It would be a great thing for the fans. And hold on, that's not his exact phrase, meaning that's not word for word. But basically, basically, he wants to have it back to playing tournament. It should be a must, and he seems to be a great idea for the fans. That is what he said, and that's what he wants. And he's actually, I believe, one of the first head coaches to actually say that he wants to play in tournament. Um, since Adam Silver wants it, and there's been a lot of pushback. Now they're doing all these different tournaments that they want to play in midseason. Whatever. Just dispatch that right now. Put that in the back of your mind. Um... But pretty much, look, um, I can give you the, sh- the short and easy answer would be he's not doing it for the fans. He's not. It's not because of revenue. It could be, that could be one of the factors that more money is being generated, that there would be more TV time. Yes, yes, all possibilities for the fans. Hey, you got to do it for the fans. That's who you're uh, gearing this towards. But. Let me tell you something. Where were the Warriors post-2019? Well, after the Game 6 NBA Finals, they lost to the Raptors. Raptors actually won a championship with Nick Nurse and Kawhi Leonard. And Clay Thompson, Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals, went down with a torn ACL. That season, they went 15-50. and 50. Let me repeat, 15-50 and 50 in the in the 15th seed of their conference. This season, they were, I believe, 39 and 30. Not bad, right? It's not. Not a full season, but it's not. It's like a winning season. But here's the thing you're missing. This team, since post-2019 NBA Finals, have not been the same. Why? Well, because they need Clay Thompson and... Um, Stephen Curry can't do it all because his man has done 32 points per game. If you look at his season averages right now, his best since 2015. Yeah, it's been a while, but still producing high numbers, right? 
Um, and you had to deal with James Wiseman getting injured. Then you had Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Kyle Oubre, um, Jordan Pulley, uh, Stephen Curry, and all these different guys on the roster, right? But here's the question I want to ask. Why weren't they good? And the thing that everybody is now realizing post their championship wins from 2014 to, um, let's just say 18, because I get into playoffs, finals, appearances, things like that. It's probably even a little before then, but just bear with me. Steve Kerr is not the greatest head coach ever. When we have these arguments that Steve Kerr is like Phil Jackson, no. It's one of the most stupid uh, stupid arguments, debates, whatever you want to do with it. It's one of the most stupid things ever because, sure, both teams had had great players. Both had coaches had all these different players. Like, Rick Seattle, I remember Phil Jackson had Jordan, Pippen, uh, coach, he had all these different players, right? Uh, then when he went to L.A., when he went to the Lake Show, Lakers, right? He then had Kobe. I believe he had Shaq. He had these different guys, correct? But then with Kerr, he had the same guys. You had you have Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green. And I get it, the rosters are changing, but you had great players. And you had Kevin Durant in the show because you won championships, right? So, thing is, now people are realizing that the Warriors should not be losing. Why? Because when you have, and here, I'll give, I'll give it to you real quick. This past season, not season, not this season, but the last, I'll give it to them. They, it was okay being 15 and 50. Why? Because Stephen Curry had wrist surgery. Um, Clay Thompson was out for the season. Didn't even come back, right? And he had all these different playing factors. Clint Peck will win. Draymond Green was not producing. These guys were not, and you didn't have any of your stars. However, and I, I, I swear, if they, someone blames this on COVID because they could not have fans or they could not do that, that is just... Uh, that is just bad, and that should not even be an excuse, right? So for this season, I'm just going to say for what it is, you had Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Kyle Oubre, and a few other guys. Tell me, tell me how you can't win. But what makes it worse is, not only did you have a winning season, and let me tell you, that was not a pretty winning season. So I'm not even going to call it that anymore. You have all this talent. Stephen Curry's wrists were fine. Ankles were fine. Everything like that, correct? Again, you don't have Clay Thompson because before the draft, he tore his ACL. Oh, boy. It happened on the arrow leg, I believe, which really hurts. But he's all going to be 100%. But besides that, you won't be okay in the playing tournament, and this is where the playing tournament worked for the Warriors. The Warriors had to be in the playing tournament because teams this season, like the Grizzlies and Warriors, who are just trash, 
to say the least, should not have been in the playoffs, correct? But okay, you had Lakers against, uh, you had the original game on May 16th, Warriors against Grizzlies. That was to determine who was going to be in the 8th seed. Or you're like, well, Daisy's part of the playoffs. Well, don't you worry. Don't you worry at all. Because here's where the funny part came in. The Grizzlies still made the playing tournament, correct? Because that just moved them to ninth seed, which they would have to uh, would have to go up against the tenth seed, which I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, would have been the Spurs. So the end result was always going to be the playing tournament, because in the playing tournament, said you have from the seventh seed to the tenth seed, and that's a fact. So for the Warriors. The teams are already being eliminated. The Pelicans, different teams, Kings. I'm just naming random teams from either conference that gone eliminated. Why? But why should why should we care about this? The fact is, the Warriors would have never gone into the playoffs without this. Because, or even the playing tournament, I'm sorry. My playoffs playing tournament. Because... From 7th seed to 10th seed, you were covered. The only teams it was affecting was 7th and 8th. The 9th and 10th seeds got an advantage. So, you win. But I'm not done yet. Hold on. Um, so, May 16th, Warriors win. Great, you're in the 8th seed. It's Lakers against Warriors. This drew in 5 million people. It was almost, if not better... Then game six of the NBA 2020 NBA Finals. Right, so, okay. Big, pretty big pop. Stephen Curry, LeBron James going at it, doing what they do best, right? They play ball to go hard. It was one of the best games by far, and that's what saved playing tournament because every other game was not good. But they lost. The Warriors lost by three because LeBron James won the pop mode and he gave him a dagger from over half court, a few inches past the arc, three pointer, good. The Warriors had 58, 58 or 59 more seconds. Can't believe it was one of the two numbers. They couldn't put up a basket, they couldn't put up a shot. They choked the final 59 seconds. LeBron's like, done. He shot, he made the game winner because within the next 59 seconds, Curry, Draymond, Wiggins, Oubre, those are four players already that's in the starting rotation, correct? Starting lineup. Couldn't do a shot. Couldn't make anything. So that, so we ended 103 to 100, which meant the Lakers are going into the playoffs Against the Suns. So, okay. He had that mishap. So, instead of locking in for the AFC and able to go play the Suns, you had to go back and you had to play the Grizzlies again. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Was it a fun one. Wasn't it a fun one for sure. Uh, teams going back and forth. Leads were being lost. Leads were being gained. And at the end of the game, things were all tied up. And at the end of the game... Draymond Green made an appearance. They passed it off to him. And he was driving down the line, right? And he missed it. His one time to fame, and he missed it. His one time to actually be a somebody besides taking low blow shots to Steven Adams, uh, the center 
of the Pelicans, former on OKC, when it happened, like, in 2014-2015. Can't remember what year. But he had that one moment, and then, boom, they went to OT. Okay, they went to overtime. And this is the playing tournament game. Everything's riding on this, right? Because if you win, then you go face the Suns. If you lose, you have to go play the bomb and see team for a shot. So, with all vote, no, I'm sorry, that was actually apologies for that. I don't know why I was just saying about the Lakers Warriors game. No, I'm sorry. So this is do or die. You either got to play. Um. Yeah, you got to you either got to play Utah or you're going home. And since you got into AFC, pretty much, they got so in overtime. A lot of things was right. The Warriors were not converting. They kept missing shots. It was sloppy. I was watching the end of that game, but I was mortified like after that game because the Memphis Grizzlies turned on switch. I've never seen them turn on before. They actually played good basketball. And what I allowed them to do was they was able to beat the Warriors, and that was with Stephen Curry going off, hitting every shot. But then over time, it just was Memphis it was just Memphis Grizzlies hard knocking basketball. It's just knock on wood. That was one of the best games they had in a while because oh, I was right on there. They were hard going teams, but the Grizzlies got the better of them. But here's the thing: I wasn't picking the war. Originally, originally. In a million years, I was picking the Warriors. But then watching that game quarter by quarter, I started to lose my trust in the Warriors. And that made me turn like, look, Dylan Brooks, you can say whatever you want about him, about his new contract he signed a year or two ago, or whatever, if you don't like the guy. He put on a show. John Moran put on a show. Uh, Jonas, I can't remember his last name, not even the first name, but... Yeah, the big man there, Jonas, um, who is lining up on the rebounding side defensive end. You had these good players, developmental players, under, um, uh, I believe, Hardaway, I can't remember who their head coach is, but under Memphis' head coach, and they got the job done. Why couldn't Steve Kerr's team, with Steve Kerr's, and I'm just going to say, high execution rates of having plays fall through, teams weren't, because this is not the first time they were ever in OT, ever in an overtime game. There's sometimes they went to double overtime. But you're telling me you couldn't get past the Grizzlies? And all, um, all due respect to Grizzlies, this isn't LeBron's team. This isn't Booker's team. This isn't, um, I know they're better called second. Yeah, they're not, they're better. This is not like Luka Doncic. This isn't Trey Young. This isn't the Knicks. This is the Grizzlies. And they have good developmental players, but for all intents and purposes, they should have won. They should have went to the overtime, re- sat back down after the break and said, hey, this is what we're doing, and this is how we're executing it, and this is how we're going to play. And no one did that. And it was just, I don't know if it was lack of communication, lack of effort because of tiredness and playing minutes. 
only person I saw balling was Stephen Curry. The Grizzlies just gave it all they got. And now they're facing Utah right now. Depending when you're listening to this, um, recording this video, it was 1-0, one nothing now. Memphis beating Utah. Game 2 is going to start, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah, somewhere around there. Just because, and then you have Donovan Mitchell come back from an ankle injury. But do you see where I'm going with this? You got booted out of the playing tournament. So please, if it wasn't for the playing tournament, you would have never had a shot. If going up by records alone, you would not have gotten a shot. The Golden State Warriors, and mark my words, would have not been the eighth seed. The Grizzlies would have been there. So when Kerr says, oh, it's a great idea to bring back the playing tournament, um, it would be great for the fans. No. I think he could care less for the fans as he wants another opportunity because his because of because his like game plan, his attitude has changed since winning his last championship. Has changed since losing Clay Thompson to two ACL injuries. This man should have by far won, but should have by far had a win team gone to the playing tournament. One that in facing Utah. And then whatever happened, happened. But for him not to do that, you're telling me a man that's being compared to Greg Popovich to um, to Phil Jackson. More importantly, Phil Jackson because Greg Popovich has done nothing besides be carried by Tim Duncan um, and different players like that. It, it's tough. It's a tough one to swallow that you have all this talent around you. You have James Wiseman. You have Stephen Curry. You have Draymond Green. You have Andrew Wiggins. You have all of these great players. Developmental or superstar, doesn't matter. I get it. You can blame COVID. You can blame injuries. I get it. But at the end of the day, when you have one of the most regarded three-point shooters in the league today... Um, Draymond Green, known for his defense, right, let's not get carried away with his offense. Andrew Wiggins, developmental player, and someone that could use guidance under Steve Kerr and whatnot. Then you have James Wiseman. I'm just saying, something doesn't seem right. And the playing tournament was to their benefit. Because if it wasn't for the playing tournament, they wouldn't have gotten in. And it doesn't even matter that Draymond Green missed a shot. It's just, it's it's just interesting, and it's like he's one of the biggest frauds ever because of a team that talented should not have lost. So there, so when he's talking about it, he wants more of the playing tournament. That's saying that's pretty much saying he has no idea what's going to happen next year. He's not confident in his team, and the reason why he's saying that is because Stephen Curry's contract um, is expiring soon. Oops. Kelly Uber's contract expiring soon. Okay. Um, oh, boy. What, oh, Kerr, Kerr, okay, fine. Even without Stephen Curry, I believe Curry still should be a five above high 500 team. Or at least like around a 400 team, right? Right? Uh, I, I'm just saying. Tom Thibodeau. Just real quick. Tom Thibodeau. New York Knicks. 
Why did he make it to the NBA playoffs? No, no, he made it to the NBA playoffs with who? Derrick Rose, who's great, but he was picked up later in the season. Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, R.J. Barrett, and that's just a sum of guys. Um, Julius Randle was a nobody until Tom Thibodeau came. Why? Because Tom Thibodeau actually knows how to run a team. Um, same, then Derrick Rose, he are, Derrick Rose is, is a good player, don't get me wrong, so, but then you have done RJ, RJ Barrett is a good player, but with Thibodeau's guidance, you saw a huge jump, and as the time of this recording came out, Julius Randle had just been announced as, um, the most improved player, ooh, shocker, that when Tom Thibodeau comes in, he, uh, his players start winning awards. But you're telling me the Knicks, who have not made the playoffs in, I don't know, like, who have not been relevant since Patrick Ewing, and then you can say Carmelo Anthony, that team was being, even with Carmelo Anthony, wasn't even worth it. Right? You're telling me that sorry Knicks team was able to come back from the dead this season and it looked like a super, like a good team, like a super team? Not by players, but by just how their team functions this season. And you cannot call that luck. Because Tom Thibodeau has done this before. And RJ Barrett is a great player. Joyce Randall is a great player. Derrick Rose is a great player. Tom Thibodeau just executes better and knows what he's doing. He does not have to be lifted up by a bunch of megastars, i.e. Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, um, and whoever else they had on the roster. I'm just saying, it's funny when you put that into perspective, that Tom Thibodeau's team, first-year head coach, by the way, um, where the front office had no expectations of even being a 500 team, a 400 team, a 600 team, right, or even making this uh, p- uh, the playoffs. But somehow they did it. It's Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr and the Warriors were projected to be in the playoffs. Come on. That there's just something not right about that. Say what you want to say what you will. Even after the draft, when you drafted James Wiseman, you're still regarded one of the top playoff teams. I'm just saying, that just seems a little off to me. And I can say a lot about the coaching or about the players' efficiency on the court. It's one to two. And I'm going, I'm more leaning towards the coach. Because when you have a good coach, you have a good system. When you have a good system, you have good players. When you have good players, a lot more things get executed. When a lot more things get executed, you win more. When you win more, you actually become a good team. When you become a good team, you can make the playoffs. It's that simple. There's no fancy magic stuff happening in the background. It's basically just a good head coach, good front office, good management of everything, and taking it from there and try to build a core of a team. So, yeah, so... Basically, the point of this video, like you can tell from the title, from the image, is that Steve Kerr begs, he relies on the playing tournament. He realized very quickly that the smartest thing was for him to do was to try to convince everyone that the playing tournament is a great idea because of 
There's no more playing tournament. What's Steve Kerr now? That was the only thing that made him relevant this year. Because if there was no playing tournament, we could have a different conversation of coaching, players, roles. Was it Kelly Oubre? Was it injuries? Was it Stephen Curry? Like, different topics would have came up. And he got his butt saved hard. Saved, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When you look at Tom Thibodeau and Steve Kirk, just this year alone, when you look at players individually, when you look at everything around, you Kerr need this playing tournament. The Warriors need this playing tournament. And I believe what more people are looking at now, seeing is that the Warriors should easily go into the playoffs. And it was a mistake that they didn't. So you're telling me you got to face the Lakers? I get the Lakers. Trust me, no one wants to face the Lakers, but somehow our Phoenix Suns are beating them. Um, I get you lose that game. But then against the Grizzlies, come on. Ride or die, you died. You died. You died under pressure. You died because the Grizzlies had some more hanging over you. Actually had more of a chance of winning. So, here's the thing. So, where do we go now? So, basically, for Steve Kerr, he has to hope that they draft, right? They uh, process for each player, right? They develop each player correctly, i.e. James Wiseman, i.e. Kelly Oubre. Steve Kerr has already been making announcements that he wants Oubre back. He wants Curry back. That... They're welcome. That they would be welcome to have Uber back if he wants. If they, if he wants to resign here at the Bay, Curry. Uh, everything that happened during the midseason with him saying, well, "I'm going to leave my options wide open." Uh, LeBron's trying to recruit me, dude. You're not going anywhere. If they're going to give you, let's say, two year, eighty million. No, let's just say they want to give you like four years. Like a hundred eighty million, a uh, two hundred ten million dollar contract. I'm just throwing out random figures and numbers, right? You would not be leaving the Bay. You would not even consider going over to L.A. Nor to the Clippers, nor to the Lakers, because you are because he's he's at thirty two thirty three somewhere around there, and there's not gonna be too many more max contracts for him. Or big contract, big money grabs here. And the Warriors may not be stable enough. And here I'm just going to make a prediction. Right now, as I'm looking at it, the Warriors are not going to be making the playoffs next season. Not, I'm not. Unless Clay Thompson's back. And the Warriors have proven unequivocally, unimaginably, that they need Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson was the ultimate player on there besides Stephen Curry. Curry's a great shooter, but he doesn't like passing that ball that much. But Clay Thompson will. Because the great thing Curry and Clay had was that when one was being double teamed or the other, one was always open. Or one was less heavily covered. And now left other players or mainly the star, one of the stars open. I just I just find it ironic, but the Splash Brothers, the the Bay Area Brothers, 
need to reunite after two long years of absence by force of injuries. Because Sylvie Wilson, we won back the overall career. Steve Kerr, great. He's won all those championships as a player, as a head coach. But a real, a real head coach, a hardworking head coach, an actual head coach would have figured out how to beat the Grizzlies. Would have figured out a way to win. And he, he just didn't do that. It's been proven. Not by this one game, not by the past two games, not from May 16th, not from the beginning of April or March. No, none of that. He's just been showing it all along since 2019. It, it, it always comes down. And you can talk about momentum or luck. You can say, well, everybody has that. Don't you remember when X happened? And here's the thing. That I think will put together everything in perspective. Um, one head coach, and here's the Phil, the Phil Jackson against uh, Steve Kerr argument can be put settled. Phil Jackson never had a losing season, and he had to convince Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, three guys with huge, huge egos, his um scheme. His uh, triangle scheme, his uh, game plan, he had to get Jordan involved. He had to get everybody convinced. And back then in the 90s, it, there was different personalities. It's not like now when someone just goes on social media and has a mini rant. No, it was different because he had to put up with Dennis Rodman. He had to put up with everyone. And that was not easy. He had to deal with the biggest jerk of them all, Jerry Krause. Because he didn't like how things were going. Because it was not his success. It was everything. It was everything, right? But with Steve Kerr, it's different. He's had a losing seasons. Um, he's had bad seasons. He had questionable seasons. And Phil Jackson, by the way, did this on two teams. As head coach. Just something. It's just interesting. It's really interesting when you put into perspective. But that is pretty much it. So in this thirty-plus-minute video, you can pretty much tell that how much Steve Kerr need this. And we start from the beginning of May sixteenth against the Grizzlies to get into the eighth spot, and then you lost to the Lakers. And how funny we made it back to the Grizzlies for them to get their revenge going to the playoffs. I find that funny that you get your revenge, you get to go back into the playoffs. You beat the team that beat you out of the eighth, then made you go into the ninth slash tenth seed matchup in the playing tournament, and it it's really funny. Remember this, without the playing tournament, Spurs, Warriors, Grizzlies, and another team would not have been. Four teams would have not have been in that playing tournament. But thank you for that tournament because now four extra teams who did not deserve to be in there are either eliminated, have showed their weakness, or in, or is in the playoffs. And I'm... And I'm... I would have been more upset if the, it, it's just tricky. It's like a whole thing with the playing tournament, but I would have been more upset if the Warriors went into the playoffs because I don't believe they deserved it for one bit. And that's just the honest truth. Until you can figure out everything, until you get Clay Thompson back, um, Steve Kerr is 
as useful as Stan Van Gundy. That's pretty much what he's been these past two seasons. And basically the most smart saying that man has said all year was the playing tournament and just not saying anything at all because he has not put up a winning season. And this is not a winning season when it's condensed by 12 games and you didn't have to travel and things were altered. No, play a real season. But this is where we're at. So I just thought that was funny because everything that the Warriors did, the one thing he said was the playing tournament would be great. It would be great not because of the fans, but because you wanted it to be great for your team and for your ego and for your pride. That's pretty much what it came down to because you didn't want to be exposed for having a second-in-a-row bad season. But it made it worse because you lost to the Grizzlies, who's not that good in comparison. Stephen Curry's better than John Moran. Jonas uh, V, I'm just going to go short. Sorry if I botched it again. Um, it's not better than Draymond Green. They're up there. Trust me. Don't get me wrong. Andrew Wiggins is better than, what's his name? I'm sorry. Andrew Wiggins is better than Dylan Brooks. Just is. You're telling me you can't win? So it's actually more shameful and embarrassing by those standards. I'm just saying it's interesting when you break it down. But either way, congrats to the uh, Grizzlies for making the puffs. It's been a while. They're more of a rebuild team. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. We'll see how far they get. In this matchup against Utah, no one Utah. Um, Donovan Mitchell's come back, and yes, yeah, pretty much it. Pretty much it as things go right. We're just all getting setting now. Uh, next video that we're going to be coming out with is going to be all of our tournaments. So after tonight's game, I'm going to record another video. But this time it's going to be on the brackets, the updated brackets, how I feel. And the Bucks hit's going to um, upset a lot of people, depending on which side you stand on. And especially, how the Suns go. But yeah, this was... Um, so thank you guys for listening. As always, this will be everywhere from all of our podcasting platforms. So you can have the audio version to our video platforms. This was pretty much... But debunking what Steve Kerr meant by it would be good for the fans to have the playing tournament and what he really meant. So thank you guys again for listening or watching wherever you guys are at. Remember, look us up one word or three separate words, and you can get all of our all of our social media. Remember, if you want all the content in the world without having to pay, just go to courtsandheat.com. You'll find all of the stuff you want, all of the things that are good. And we have from injuries to trades to in-depth articles to breakdowns to everything. So I'll see you on the next video.